This is episode one of the Kendi and Rainbow podcast, recorded in Kendi's box room. The fine tin of Bulmers because it's nearly a summer's evening. We I bought the to. second. The second one is only for what would you call it? Display purposes. What's the day on that fish? Was it a bit soggy? Don't go in straight away. Did I get you now today at Smithics? I know, maybe it was just the first gulp is all. And it came straight out of the fridge. 22nd and 9th, 17th. I've about a month to drink Nine. it. 17? Yeah. 17? She was 18 for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, jeez, I fucking knew it. She was it. When did you get that? Is How it long? a year out of date? Ah, oh, no. How That's long terrible. is that? Is that in your fridge? No, I bought that down the Centra. Did you? And Centra's all done up. Down below? <laughs> it's Caltra Centra. Oh, there'd be hell to pay with that one. A fucking can of Smithy a year out of date. I'd, can I bring it? Do you want to drink the rest of it? And no, I'll... I don't want to. I don't want to get fucked. <laughs> except to see me. Jesus Christ above. Would you like a tin of Bulmers? I'll have to have a tin of Bulmers, yeah. <laughs> and you wondered why I bought the tin of Bulmers. Oh, just in I case. Just, wait, let's just check the date on this one now. Isn't it bad now? That's that is, man. Yeah. I'm going straight back down to them, man, with a jerry can and a lighter. Oh, no, I'll go down. I'd call in on the way back. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Tell them to see the up again. It's all right. You only, you only took it? a small swig out of this, is all. <laughs> Isn't it funny the way beer doesn't actually... You know the way with wine? Jeez, if you seen 17 on a bottle of wine, you'd be disgusted if yeah. it wasn't older. Yeah, that's for sure. There's no good vintage from 17, man, but that is vintage, that one, now I'll tell you. They've done that place up. Uh, I was I in there a, last week and they were still in the middle of us. I got an awful land walking in. But it looks smashing, doesn't it? Well, apart from the out-of-date smithics. Yeah, but they have a seating area in the whole lot now. In the I fine, didn't see the seating area. Well, apparently, that? I haven't seen it yet now either. I was only in there last week and they said they're going to have a massive seating area below. I said this will be a very local podcast. What do you think? I think it could just be based on Caltra. <laughs> Two country lads living in Sligo. Well, I'll tell you one idea I had for what? us, right? I'd love to scour the internet every week, right? And find the most obscure, crazy stories from local parishes. Like, look up Radio Kerry and see what's in the news this week in Kerry. Like, 14 sheep not dipped. Do you remember the whole thing about the goats in Ennis? Yeah, that, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, that was rampant. There was people going, ah, for God's sake, sure, it's not rice. Goats, like, as if they were delinquent youths, like, spray paint the town. There was goats <laughs> taking over the whole fucking place. I think Dermot and Dave had your man on about the goats. That's what it was. Dermot and Dave had your man on about the goats. And he he was saying, leave them at it. Yeah, let them be. Apparently, it was their land all along. They built a house in the state. Yeah, that, that was yeah. their land. Apparently, there were wild. There right. were there were goats that people had, and then they didn't want them anymore and left them off wild. Well, apparently, did they build a house in the state where the goats were, and the goats said, "Hang on, no, you're building a house in the state in the grazing." Yeah, but I've never seen a goat eat washing off a line. Did it go and I'm from it? the country, and I don't did think. It, did it that's do apparently that? what they were doing? <laughs> They'd be coming down, and you can imagine those crisp white sheets hanging there from the washing yeah, line. You and know, the but. Goats are vicious, Ray. Vicious, like. That's why people wouldn't go near them. So there's a friend of mine, and his family said they'll take them. They run a haulage company below in Ennis, right? And they said, we'll take the goats, like. There's about 30 of them. And the council said, you can't, because you haven't an enclosure to take Right. Them. Oh, yeah, we're better off having them run around the street, like. That's some enclosure. But you said they were running a haulage company. Yeah. Were they getting them just to mine the, the premises? They don't have any... Uh, they don't have any agricultural background. But that's they, what I'd be thinking they do. They put 30 wild goats yeah, inside the backyard yeah, and no one will sure. go near the shed then. That's for sure, yeah. But hmm. council then rang them back and said, we'll build a pen for them. Yeah, and rightly so. But by the time it was all came, some an actual farmer took them. 
you know what the sad thing was then that they'd spend all the public money on building a pen for the goats. Yeah. And there'd be still lads in the housing list in the town waiting for a house. Yeah, I know. The and goats, the goats got would be pen. getting, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to fill out any application forms no, at all. No. It was straight in the housing list they went. But I, there's a, I have a lot of friends down there and the, the crack out of it was unbelievable. Like There'd be a lot of stories I say they wouldn't make it up as this far up to ourselves like. yeah, but there's a lot of stories like that made it national as you said because of a lunatic right. it went politician. viral it did go yeah, viral it went viral but think of all the stories that you hear up and down like think of the fellas down below that had their sheep stolen in Kerry I remember that right and the book that you couldn't understand you couldn't understand the word he was yeah, saying yeah, he, yeah. that made it onto the RTE news I'd say about 5 o'clock in the morning I'd say like. but do you think the book that was sent out the Kerry cameraman that was sent out you. to get the word well, didn't know. Just kind of, well, ah, God, I'm have to get sent out to this thing now. Yeah. This is a useless story. Well, he had a fair accent on him too now. Probably. He but did. I wonder, did he realise the gold he was taping? No, that's the thing, you see. He definitely didn't. It was only when I made it up to Dublin. But I think in a country like this, there is goals like that sitting all in every corner of us. Every corner. And I, what I'm saying to you is we should scour every local radio well, station no. to find out what's going on and pick a top five every week of all stories would that you, we heard from the country. Would you be inclined to make it into a small comp, small bit of a competition? Who As has in, the most... Who is the best story? Yeah, who is the... Yeah? That had stopped us doing the research. See, up People to that, would be sending them in. Up to right there, I had no interest in looking up for stories, but now I have. Yeah, because... I'd find something better than Yeah. You. With people that do a forest. Do you know what I found out there recently? Go on. My next door neighbour, Teresa Farrell. Right. Teresa's a quiet woman across the road. Right. And I found out that she does a job in the parish. Now, this was unknown to me for a long time. She puts the notes into the bulletin. She writes the notes of the bulletin. I didn't know Teresa did anything right, like this. Okay. But she does. She kept it to herself. My mother got up the last morning after she had ironed me shirt and she got on the bicycle she and did. across the way she went. She went across the road on the bicycle. Jesus. The pins <laughs> are bad, are they? <laughs> she went over on the bicycle. Oh, see, this is where this is where it starts now. Shame and people close to me. But <laughs> she over she went anyway to put uh, Father Corcoran's Jubilee. He's in he's celebrating his Jubilee year this What's year. What's the Jubilee? 25? 40. 40. Okay. He's 40 years a priest. So right. they were selling tickets, 20 quid a pop, huh? Right. You wouldn't pay that. 20 pounds a pop, four fivers. Ham sandwich, just 20 pounds. To do what? Go down to the community centre. Well, they were having a do for him. I do, I do right do. I do. Like. But it's mad the way that my mother was thinking media-wise that she needed to get the word out. Yeah. So she was going to put it into the bulletin. Yeah. And unknownst to me, the woman you go to about the bulletin is Theresa Farrell. Go away. And now you know. Now I know. And tell me what you put in a bulletin for us now. Could you imagine? But no. anyway, wouldn't that be a great way to advertise something? Yeah. Do you know? Can I have a starts podcast? They wonder what a podcast yeah, is. Yeah, but you could just out. imagine it sitting, you know. Mass will be held at Dishing Graveyard at 3pm yeah. for their reposal soul of such and such. Please make sure to download, download, download. Oh yeah, please do. This week's <laughs> That'd podcast. That'd be the spelling mistake, because it wouldn't be great to download. <laughs> download. She never downloaded nothing in her life. Uh, when you said Teresa has a job at the parish I didn't know about, so I thought I was going to turn vicious there. I was full sure. No. That'll be the last bit of work Teresa the mother, into, I'd say. The mother called over it. No, that's Will you come over and see my Right, so you're going to scour the... I just think there is... I bet you there's new stories up and down this country. There. Let's get the old... I, are you roasted I'm out absolutely yeah, scalded out of it. Even the cool bulmers there. Did you buy the squeakiest stool in podcast history? I know, history? it's terrible. That's going to wreck the whole thing. I should have got the kitchen oh, chair. Oh, I don't think we'll ever have... We'll, we'll have to keep that there. What? A squeaky stool? Yeah. If this goes big, man, I'm going straight down to Ikea. No, you'll have to keep the squeaky stool. Oh, oh, oh. Can we get a microphone on the squeaky stool? Oh, that air is lovely. Isn't that nice now? Christ, what? It's not. Because uh, otherwise the room would smell like man. Oh, yeah. like, 
It's too bright. It's too bright, sweating up a storm inside <laughs> in the box room in the house in Rushing Hard. So, what was your idea, Ray, you were going to get into? I'm just making sure we're still recording here. That's ticking over like Moses' heart. We just let it off. Is that your stomach? <laughs> <laughs> that You're going to be in the middle of the fucking thing. I have an awful trouble with the stomach. Oh, Burping no, the whole no. time. So I'm on tablets for it. I know, sure didn't. Euro a day. A pound a day because he would keep the stomach in order. <laughs> that just keeps it at Jesus bay. Jesus Christ. Some days I'd have to have two a tablets. A pound a day keeps Ray at bay. There's nothing worse than when you look at the round of tablets. The Nexium. Mm. You know, you'd be... See, I'm having trouble at the minute in where I'd actually buy the tablets. Because you can't go back. No, yeah, because they won't sell you these yeah. tablets. You're not supposed to be taking them You're not day. supposed to be self-medicating them. Yeah. So I have to keep going to different pharmacies. Yeah, every week. You're like a drug addict. <laughs> looking for opiates. <laughs> no, I am. I, I, and I'm beginning, to, but it's, it's nice though, because now I'm finding, I'm finding phar- pharmacies that I've never been in before, never even knew existed. But let me tell you something, Ray, about this town of Sligo, right? Go on. This town they is talk. laced Good. in pharmacies. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Pharmacies, and cafes and pubs are the only businesses that stay open in this town. And they do very well. They do unbelievably well because there's boys go around getting next to them oh, different not. ones every day. But I, I think the fact now that I'm working below Malna has really opened up my whole situation. It's yeah, taken a lot of the pressure off. And you, new suppliers. Oh, I have a whole set of... Far- and Malna is very similar. It's like oh, pubs, cafes yeah, and chemists. Yeah. And that's all that's in it. And uh, no wonder the country's getting older and older every week, you know. Yeah, it's getting serious heat there now and Higgins is around the corner from the house. They kept asking me, and it was, I was trying to go in when there was different people working, and they kind of ask you, now you know you're not supposed to be on these all the time. <laughs> they were it. judging you. They were. Yeah. But they were inquiring, like, you know, in a kind of an interrogative fashion, whether or not I was... Uh, Taking one every day. Addicted to the bloody things. Well, you're not addicted to it. It just settles the stomach. It does, but I am technically self-medicating. Now, but in fairness, they do ask me, you know, you're going to have to go and get that checked out, mm. and maybe you might need to see... Maybe get some professional help on it. Well, let me tell you, a can of Bulmers ain't going to help no, anymore. No, it's not going to help It's probably the worst drink I could have possibly asked to drink on yeah. this particular... But Ray, mm-hmm. you had surgery on that. I did. Keyhole. I went I went and did the whole consultative yeah. process. I had the stomach opened up in me. and went in and they tied a knot in my esophagus. They did. And he says to me, you'll be grand now. And on top of that, you'll lose a ball of weight. Yeah. So slowly but surely, but I put you did the weight back weight. on. Oh, I did lose the weight yeah. in the beginning. It says you look like a 50 pound note for a while there. For a 50 pound <laughs> note. I have a suitcase, two suitcases full of skinny man clothes <laughs> <laughs> under the bed. That you're, you're not going to throw away. No, I won't throw them away because I have a faint hope that at some point I'll but regain my slim figure. And let me tell you, Ray, you're not a big unit either now. Not yet, but I'm working on it. You're getting there, says mm. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. But, but anyway There's another man That might need to drop an axiom But let me tell you Yeah I, that's what I was getting onto Because I had the camera Shoved down my gob as well You didn't get it The other side did you not No I didn't And I said you're not Going up there boy That's an exit hole You come out of it Apparently that's the best view Though you know? Oh the best room Yeah man it's dark now I tell you that <laughs> I saw my own stomach And it was pink Which right. was beautiful obviously They said that's lovely And right in the esophagus Yeah Where it opens up yeah. It was red raw Oh, how was that? Or how was that? Because the 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 acid was splashing up from my stomach. That's what well, just where it opens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like a Japanese flag. That and what did they do? 
They gave me six months of tablets. And that cleared it? It cleared it for six months. You Sorry. You got good tablets? I got savage tablets. I was drinking white wine and everything. You were I was <laughs> dripping it up. Like, I could never drink white wine. I love wine. But I can't. I couldn't drink it, like, because it cut me wide open. Were you the Tony Stark of indigestion tablets? Were you? <laughs> Nothing could kill you. No, I, you like I swear to God. I was walking around drinking a bottle of wine after a bottle of LucasAid. Everything. I, I was saying, this is great. And the fucking prescription ran out. Well, they didn't, they and the van then, that's it? about two years ago now. Yeah. And I can feel it coming back now. I'm asking Nicholas to buy more and more Rennies. Rennies are useless. Uh, you keep telling me that. They're <laughs> useless. Do you know what my me, me mother does do? She just take a half Rennie. <laughs> <laughs> to save them. She just say a half one will do you. Like it's a drink. Just take a half ready. Does she crush it up? She breaks the two and hates it. No, she breaks the two of them up and keeps the half ready. Because oh her and the old fella are now the whole time. Do they not go stale? No, they don't. Why is that? Are you saying that because they're in the well, packaging? Yeah, they're in the wee plastic or not the yeah, wee packaging. Don't all, all kind of tablets and stuff come in that. Well, I suppose the Gavishcon doesn't. No. Gavishcon is next useless, right? <laughs> no, Zantac is another one of them yokes. And the taste that it leaves in your mouth as well. It is rotten. Half it's rough. It's like a Brillo pad. Yeah. Half it's rough. Yeah. And half it's pure. It's rotten old stuff. I'm just partial to a Rennie is all. That's my taste. Do you find it actually works? I've never taken a Nexium. A Rennie will work for me, like, when I go Nexium to bed. is the Mercedes-Benz now of... It is. I'm, 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 now, I'm, by the way, the, the, whole, the, <laughs> the Rennie worker when you go to bed. Now, in fairness, yeah. you're not much of a moderator on it when you're asleep. Well, it gets me to see, because when I lie down, the chest just be cut out of me. Ah, okay. When I lie down. Right. So I do pop a Rennie in, and lo and behold, I'd be taken <laughs> over like a mouse's heart. <laughs> do you know I'm going to have to look at the... You're going to have to get me onto this Nexium buzz, man. I'm going to have to look at it myself. I can't keep going like this. It I just came back. You yeah. got the surgery the whole lot. They tied oh, you up. Oh, it came back. Yeah, no, it came back. Now, in fairness, it, when, when you're going out two or three nights a week and you're drinking pints, that tends to... Yeah. I even know for the chocolate as well. Yeah, like the one thing they said to me is, this is great now. This is going to sort you out <clears> in, the, in the, what's it called, the medium or whatever. <clears> but they said you have to change your in diet. The like, in the short term. In the short term. But they said you have to change your diet. Yes, a change in the diet. The diet I used yeah. to be when I was younger, a bottle of Lucasade and a Cadbury's Turkish mm. Delight would be heaven mm. for me. Heaven. Mm. Which still is to me. But I ate a Turkish on every car journey. I pull into a shop over at Aha Turkish. A Cadbury's Turkish Delight? Yeah, but not, no, no, not the big one. Oh, you're talking about the Fry's Turkish Delight? No, the Fry's one is the big one. The Cadbury's one is the one that comes in the dairy milk form. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. The Fry's one is rotten. You know, you're the first man I've met, I'd say, in about 10 years that enjoys. A Turkish delight. Man, you couldn't get me off the Turkish. I Most love people it. scowl at me when I pull one off the shelf. Oh, they're beautiful. A tiffin, though, I wouldn't go for. Do you know what I'm getting big into? Go ahead. Fruit and nut. Oh, you come out of it. That's it. I didn't like the nut. That's your old age. But I, I wouldn't like the fruit now. Oh, the fruit. I'm enjoying the fruit, but... <laughs> I'm not used to the fucking cider. Christ above. This podcast is sponsored by the... Nexium. Nexium and Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> one works against the other. Christ and a squeaky soul. Yeah. That's going to be nice. That'll have to be changed now. Let's get that sorted We'll have out. to pick a different drink for next week. That's for sure. Then again, I suppose it adds to the crack of it. It does. Yeah. That is, that is idea. for sure. Yeah, tell me your idea. Jesus Christ, you were supposed to tell me 527 bars ago. <laughs> this thing doesn't count in time. I haven't said it up to time. Oh, So it's counting okay. in musical terms. Very good. We're 530 bar in now at this stage. So are we, um, are we didn't have an album yet, no? You'd be the far side of six songs. That's not too bad. Jesus, you'd be the far side of six songs. <laughs> so, right, okay, fair enough. The idea I had was, I was thinking, if you're starting a podcast, 
and if you're starting it, and if it's just the two of us sitting here chatting, yeah. at some point, I'd say after 32 or 33 episodes of said podcast, you're, going, you're going to have to probably bring in a guest. For because sure. I can't see people enjoying listening to me and you for that length of time. We have haven't to. enough interesting stuff to say no. for one podcast. No. Not well, of. no. Now, see, this is the thing. This is where my idea came from. I'm getting war just pins and needles. <laughs> I just put up my leg. Christ above, she seized. Oh, Do you want to step out for a minute? Oh. Do you want to step out? No, I'll pull her up here again for a sec. Jesus Christ, am I this claustrophobic room? I swear to God. Uh, to start off our adventure, we could start with Mark and Ray, the early years. Right. Right. Now, Sean O'Reilly, who'd be a creative consultant on these shows, yeah. said that you don't want to be telling people useless stuff that they won't get. Yeah. So, the way I looked at it was, we were going to skip through the early years, right? Yeah. And we were going to stop at certain, you know, memorable junctures. Yeah. And we were going to discuss the topics that were, you know, important at the time. Yeah. Now. So, give people the background on us. It'll be that, and we'd knock a few stories out of it too. Yeah. Because I'd say the most of the stuff we have comes from that era. For sure it does. From around about the time we got, we landed above in Castle... Where were you born? I was Castle Bar General. What, in, in what? what? To do what? When were you born? Was it a hospital or was it... Oh, I was it born in Galway. Manger or what kind of a... No, you were born in Galway. I was born in Galway. There's no hospital in Roscommon to deliver There a is baby. a hospital in Roscommon. I don't think there was back then, boy. It looks old enough when you drive past it. The Roscommon Hospital. Mm. It's not even a 24-hour anymore. You're totally eating of the, the rudeness to show up there after six o'clock. No, but <laughs> I don't think they delivered babies there. Like I, mean, I, I don't know. So you ended up in Galway? Yeah, but half the parish of Castle Reeve ended up in Galway. Jesus. They were all born in Galway. Or Ballinishloe, which is Galway too. Yeah. Oh, Ballinishloe. She would end up in... Port Junkler. Yeah, you ended up in Port Junkler. Yeah. You ended up in, in Galway. No, I ended up in Galway, generally, yeah. So you were... Jeez, that's fancy now for you. Galway, you do you remember any of it? I remember coming out, yeah. Did <laughs> Yeah. I came out, I had 20 bents in my back pocket. <laughs> but you got off one of the Pakistani doctors. I walked out. <laughs> Man had plenty of babies, I walked out. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's mad though you don't remember at all. That'd but be a fairly traumatic experience. Yeah, but that's why, I, I think that's why you don't, obviously your brain isn't developed, but it's so traumatic. Hmm. Christ above. Was your old lad across the road in the pub? I haven't a clue where, because... He's probably out gigging. I don't know me old fella. <laughs> Ma'am doesn't know which one it was. She always says to me, "If you fall into a field of nettles, you don't know which one stung you." That's very true. So, out of my outfit, I probably was gigging. Tell you the yeah. truth. Like, I never asked. Never asked Carmel now where, where Michael was. I presume he was there. He was probably at another birth of a calf. Probably, yeah. Or he could have been like the traveller's friend. It's traveller's friend, isn't it? Yeah, the TF is across the road. He could have been there. The pub is it? Yeah. I just, I just think of that film, the Snapper. Was it the Snapper when the father was across the road or the? Is that the Brendan Leeson film? No, no what to call him? Colin Meaney's in it. Oh, Colin Meaney, I meant to say. That's I meant, what you to, meant say. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just like that idea of Ireland. That that when a woman is given birth, the fellas across the road. Yeah. Well, I always said if I surrounded ever, by his friends. I always said if I ever had a baby. Yeah, I, I. But that's a beautiful thing. Really. It is like oh, fair play to you now, and you, him getting bananas. That's a beautiful thing. And next thing that the, you know that maybe the eldest son comes in, then da da. It's happened. Mammy's after having a child. <laughs> it's a boy. Ah, fuck it. Look, this thing is gooch now. She's. I pull her back a little bit. We balance the waist. Yeah, a bit of droopy stand there. We're going to have to invest in fancy studio 
equipment like. Sure. Can't be using this music stuff. Sure, I've looked into it, sure. Yeah, good. It doesn't cost for call. So we were born anyway. That happened. Do you know what day of the week you were born on? Um, I don't actually know what day of the week I was born on, no. I know what day I was born. <laughs> I know I was born on a Saturday. Were you? Around about six o'clock. I couldn't even tell you what time I was born. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Do you know? I don't. And then, so you're born then, you land at home. Is there any memorable moments then from, from then till when you start having memorable moments? Well, have um, any old funny stories from you were informed of? No. When do you start remembering stuff? Because I always find that there's um, a fine line between what you think you remember and, and the, what actually happened. And right? the photos as well that you've looked at yeah, at home and turned into memories. There we go, yeah. But yeah. let me tell you a good one now. I, my mammy's mammy. Right. I, we often call her granny. Right. She died. I was only very young when she died. Right. I think I might have been about four. <laughs> Jesus Christ It's a bit of comic relief <laughs> But anyway <laughs> Anyway I remember her coming in from knock On a pilgrimage Right And, a, and I jumped up in the wheelchair beside her Now I remember that You remember getting up in the wheelchair beside her I do remember it What, I, age, what I, age would you have been? Sure I, I couldn't have only been three or four maybe well, I say four I say three or four is when you start glimpses yeah because I and I said to me old lady one day I said I have this thing that I don't know if it's a memory or did I fucking make a hop mm. she said I didn't make it up she said that's true that's true she said that would have happened she would have came back yeah see I had a traumatic experience when I was a young one right now don't worry about it I'm not going to divulge anything this, too bad like like is this stuff that you shouldn't be telling me? I know, no, no. It's, it's it's a fairly well told story at this stage. Did you ever have? Did you have any um, technology at home that allows you to become mobile even though you couldn't walk? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> did you, I'm asking. Did you have what 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 we would have referred to in our house as a walker? Oh, a walker. Yeah. No, well, let me tell you, this is even more sinister. The reason my granny was in a wheelchair is because she had to type two adult onset diabetes. And she some had mouthful of stuff there now. I don't know, I don't know if it was type 2 at all. She had yeah. diabetes, yeah. poor Odivaline, and she had no legs. Yeah. Now, she had fake legs that she was put on when she was in the wheelchair. But I think she would have had a walker before that Did happened. Did you say she had no legs? She had no legs for a finish. Or, what? She had no legs for a finish. My granny. Where did the legs go? But they had to amputate them. because she oh, had to cut them off. Yeah, but sure, they couldn't deal with diabetes back then. Like Right. Christ okay. above. They couldn't. It's funny too when you think back. I medic- know. Yeah, like, just yeah. cut them off. Yeah. They just don't <laughs> look right. <laughs> No, to fix it, just get rid of it. Get rid of it. She'll be grand. <laughs> up to about here, up to the knee, and we'd oh, see. God. Oh, that's what just fuck's sake. Poor Rowley. That's what they done though. That like. was your mammy's mammy then, though. Yeah. And uh, you were oh. saying anyway. So did you? Did you take? I didn't have any. Said for I didn't take. You didn't a have wheelchair a walker or a walker. I didn't ever took a wheelchair. So you have nothing. There. You were just crawling around like a. Yeah. Like a poor baby. And yeah, I was. No. I was blessed. I had the walker. Right, you, well, who's Walker? Like? Oh, the old, old pair bought me a Walker. They bought you one, not yeah, an so old person's Walker. No, I'm... Oh, you have to wheel along. You're thinking of the yoke that the old people yeah, use. No, a zimmer no, frame. not... A zimmer, no, it wasn't... What do you think of a baby with a zimmer frame? In fairness, sure, now. I didn't know where you were going with it. No, no, like. a Walker is essentially a big a big ring at the bottom, right? And on the, in the ring is a rake of wheels. Little, oh, and you sit into a little napkin. And then I sit into a little kind of napkin yeah. and I have a rake of toys on the yeah, thing know, in front yeah. of me. I probably had one, I'd say. It's, cra- it's like a Flintstones, a mini Flintstones car. a marvellous joke, no, yeah. Great joke. But apparently, and I've seen videos of myself tipping around the house, right. flying. 
videos. Videos, yeah. My father used to be big into the videos. Did he? He did, yeah. His videos of me flying around the house. Christ above. And uh, that was grand until the day he was out abroad in the kitchen shaving. And, you know, back in the day, there wouldn't have been a whole pile of hot water, so he'd had to bring the kettle over yeah. for the hot water. I should do it myself. So he left the kettle on the side, on the sideboard there beside the, the kitchen sink, and, of course, the lead was dangling down. Oh, yeah. And maybe that was the first time I knew I wanted to, you know, work in the <laughs> sound, sound industry, you know, wrapping cables and whatnot. But I must have seen the kettle lead hanging down. And you wrapped it around your head. Well, I said, I was gonna, I'm going to wrap that now. I don't want that hanging there. That's a danger. <laughs> so I pulled... I pulled the lead down and sure down with the lead came the kettle full of boiling water. Oh, Jesus. And now I have no hair on the left side of my leg. Do you not? No. Bald, bald as a coot. Burnt straight off me. I had something like some degree burns. And straight back into Castlebar General. And I was only two or three. You were only out of us. I was only out of it and I was <laughs> back in sake. it. Oh, what now, the Cameron? Fuck, we'll go back up here again. Yeah. Should have nearly got taken off the parents from child services. I was know? just <laughs> going to say the I same know, thing. That didn't happen. Imagine you bring back in a burnt baby. They definitely yeah. be calling someone. I know they had a good run with me until that happened, but I was a week in the hospital apparently, roaring. But of course you were. You were scalded. I was well scalded. And there's a difference between a scald and a burn. They reckon a scald is nearly worse. Yeah. You know, a scald is water. Like you get yeah. scalded by water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that could be worse. Like, well, it wasn't very good anyway. But that was a memorable moment. But Jesus I never, Christ I never, above. I never regretted the days in the walker though. No. I suppose it wouldn't have happened if I had such, if I hadn't such freedom. Your outfit would get shaven, I'd say. Irish, he kept at it anyway. He, he, he didn't get all beardy in the years after that. He kept at it. He didn't That's let him mental, though. Imagine hmm. you nearly killed yourself. Ah, that, I suppose if it hit me head. Jesus, yeah. You just got a bit of a scalding. Yeah. How old were you, did you say? I'd say two or three. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The first memories I would have had now would have been four or five, I suppose. You'd have the first day of school crack. Do you know? Um, I don't think I remember my first day of school. Do you not? I don't remember fuck all. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't remember my first day of school now. Do you remember school at all? I remember a lot of stuff from school, like... Do you remember hair gel? Um, was hair gel a thing when you were in school? Hair gel became a thing when... I would say... Hair gel only became a big thing when I went into secondary school. Yeah, probably for me And too. you know what's mental about it, right? I mean, I'd love to look back at photos. You used to take the biggest lump of brill cream you could in find. In the hand. Squirt it into yes, your hand. Yes, yes, yes. <coughs> And it'd be the extra strong hole stuff as well. And a lot of the time, I wouldn't bother with the back of my head at all, or the top of my head. I just put it straight onto the fringe. Yeah, the fringe. And up. Up. And in. <laughs> and in. Like a triangle. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. You look You look like the front of the Titanic. Good yeah. sound. And nothing on the back of it. Like. No, no. What do you do? hair on the back. Nothing on the top either. Like. Hmm. So you now, in fairness now, I'd slap it into the ham, and I'd rub it all the way around. Yeah. And then I'd start from the crown of my head forward. Right, Jeez, like, that, that. like that, like that, and yeah. then I'd flick it up. Then, like you said, into a triangle. Yeah, and then you'd have this lovely wet look coming down. But the only thing is, and this is something that I suppose only in later years I kind of looked back on and went, "What the hell was I yeah. doing?" Because you couldn't leave the house without the drop of yeah stuff in your hair. Can you imagine? It, think back to when you were thirteen or fourteen or fifteen. The thoughts of going into school without gel in your oh, hair. Captain Ogden. But even going back before that, you know, in primary school, me being the eldest in the house, my mother used to, I suppose, have a very active part in what kind of stuff I'd wear into school. Right. And I never forget the pair of, uh, they were like a seaman's slipper. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're kind of, they're like a navy blue with stripes and they had an anchor on the top of them. The little oh! anchor. Oh, right. Like, I'd be honest with you, you'd, wear, you'd buy them now in H&M. 
and you'd be you'd be <laughs> applauded. Yeah, it's back in style. Though. It's back in style. But I'll never forget looking down at them and asking my mother, "Do you not think there might be a bit much for school?" Yeah, and no, they look lovely, Ray. You, but you could only wear, you only wore them in school. You didn't, as in. I walked onto that bus. With them on you? With them on me, knowing full well they were a bad idea. Oh, knowing full well they were a bad idea, and knowing full well that her judgment had been compromised. <laughs> because she was a woman. <laughs> and my father wasn't there to talk her out of it, yeah. because he was above milking cows. Yeah, what the fuck are you putting on so, young Yeah, he would have, if, oh, if only he'd have been there. Anyway, Schnott kicked out of me, shoes went missing. Yeah? Yeah, oh, shoes, I came home without any shoes. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, gone. And I said, I walked in the door in my bare feet, because the socks went too as the day went on, and I came into the house in my bare feet, and I said, now, Mammy, yeah. now, what do you think of that? And she lost ahead of me then for losing the shoes. Uh, so I got a second baiting at home then. Uh, that's terrible. You got two baiting one day. Thankfully, she couldn't get any more of them, because that was the last pair in the shop. <laughs> so I got a nice pair of Clarks after that. Oh, yeah. As Brenda Gray says, Jimmy Clark, he lived on the road. The yeah. Clark's tall, like. He never heard Clark's? What? No, I didn't hear Clark's when he missed it. Oh, right. Um, yeah. We used to have to wear, um, like, black shoes into school. Like, mm. in no, that was a primary school. school thing now. No, in primary school, yeah. you could wear whatever you wanted. Yeah. But, let me tell you. I learned that the hard way. The school got a new set of carpets. All right. And we had to bring slippers in. Huh? And put on the slippers before you went into school. You'd, We'd, you'd, have, to leave, you'd have to leave your shoes in the cloakroom. He had a, cl- a shoe cloakroom. We had a cloakroom just for our shoes and our jackets. And then you had to put on the slippers going in so you wouldn't get shot. In Cassidy. In Cassidy. St. Paul's National How was this not in the national newspapers? This is but one of them stories that you're talking yeah, about finding now. Yeah. I thought everyone done that. No. We had to wear slippers into the classroom. And you'd be jealous of the boys that had the big... I think... Oh, maybe I shouldn't call them out. Don't call them out. Call them something else. There was a friend of mine called... Make up a name. Um... I know, to hell with it, shame him there Go Jimmy, No, no, I'm not shaming him at all I nearly certain there was a friend of mine, Colin Coyne I, He had the You the peanuts? <laughs> the peanuts <laughs> He had the slippers that were two big dogs Do you know the big slippers that there was oh, a pair yeah. of dogs' heads on each one of them? I used to have one that were cats Yeah, the same idea mm. Like He had them, I was fair jealous but I got myself an umpish Liverpool slippers then Why not so bad? I was delighted So you're talking about like bedtime slippers? You'd have to wear them in, yeah. But you'd get these gorgeous bad slippers then that were almost like shoes mm. with the most plastic old soles on them. And you'd wear them for a week and the front of them would be cut out of them. There'd be a tongue how sticking play, out the top. How would you play football then? Break? No, no, because you sure it was only on the carpets, on the brakes, and oh, you go so and put on the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You just mm. couldn't wear them into the room. You'd have slippers on you. I don't know if they still hold that policy. That'd be good. We might uh, put in a call to Castle National School now and see us there. We'll see if, um, How the carpet's getting on. Yeah. It's probably all gone. Let me tell you a good one about school, actually. Go though. on. Speaking of the carpets. Yeah. Uh, when we were, when I was about 10 or 11, still in primary school, uh, our school got broken into by a couple of young fellas mm-hmm. who were about 16 or 17. Big and, boys. Yeah. And we landed in school the next day, obviously, with the guards there and everything, right? Hmm. And we were all put down into the assembly hall while they searched for evidence, mm-hmm. broken windows. One of them took a shite in the photocopier. <laughs> And photocopied us. <laughs> photocopied, you know? but was it just a slap? Oh, all right, okay. I swear to God, he shy here on top of the photocopier <laughs> and photocopied us and put it up. They drew a poor old picture of Jerry O'Gary. He was our principal, a lovely man, now, having said that. They drew a bad picture of him? Yeah, well, he had a big old schnout in him now, Jerry. <laughs> oh, He's a decent man, though. Huh. But they drew him up on us. But worse than that, 
we were all waiting down I'll never forget if you played music in school you you would have a tendency to leave your instruments in the school like right do you know and what you call her um, Miss McGarry then to do music with you every couple of days you know mm-hmm. Christopher Conley he's a good friend of mine he actually still lives in Sligo um, he had his guitar in school and didn't take a shite the guitar no <laughs> shite the guitar they, Jerry O'Gara the principal and down to the assembly hall trying to find out whose guitar it was yeah and there was a big patch of carpet stuck to the back of it. They had glued his guitar to the ground and, and when they ripped it off, they took the carpet with it. I'll never forget that one. Jesus, there was holy war over that. Well, they know who done it. Like The guitar probably sounded better after it. Oh, it was so funny. That, uh, this square patch of carpet stuck to the back of an acoustic. I brought, a, I brought a syringe into school one time. I know that. Mm. That's good crack. I know that. Told you that story. Yeah. What was in it again? Fucking well, no, it was one of those yokes for dosing and cattle. But wasn't there deep eating it or something? No, no, no. That's a different story. Oh, for fuck's that's, sake. That's three weeks' oh. time. No, no, you haven't heard this one. So. Oh, go on. Yeah. My granddad used to be dosing cattle and he'd have the wee, the little white ones. They were little white uh, syringes. Now, they're all plastic. Can I just say this, Ray, before you go any further? He's dead now, so I'm not going, he's not going to be upset. No, no. That I tell this story. Go on. I, you're going to have to explain to me fully because... You're not a farmer, you're from town. I spent a couple of days on a farm with Trevor Conklin and he worked the shite out of me just so I could drive his car and I, ha- I hasted it. Right. I have no idea what goes on the farm, okay, so you may right, explain this. Right, okay. You know Has it anything to do with the PTO shaft? No. Right. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Or a fusion? No, nothing like I'm that. I'm lost no. in. Go right. ahead. Um, you know what a syringe looks like? I know what a syringe Yeah, is now like. imagine a plastic sh- syringe. But you've I, seen them too. I've seen them as well. Yeah, so even the pin, even the the, the, the sharp bit at the end, isn't a sharp bit, it's uh, literally a plastic tube, like a wee straw. Yeah, I know it, yeah, yeah. And my granddad would buy them, and there'd be great crack in the house, because we didn't have squirt guns back then. And that was a squirt gun. And they were squirt guns. So you'd fill them up out of the barrel of water, and you'd have one shot out of each of them. So you'd have six or seven of them in your pockets, <laughs> all full of water, and you'd get one shot out of each, right? Yeah. It was great crack, but he used to leave them in a particular spot. Right. And eventually, one day, we were looking for them to find a few more, to have the usual games that we play, and we found a real syringe. Now, I'd never got my hands on a real syringe before unsupervised. Now, I was kind of just, you know, I didn't know what, what, what to make of it. But it was a special thing to have, because young fellas don't get near syringes. As well, in not a, in that part of the country. A anyway. metal syringe? Well, like, you know, plastic, and then the metal on the end of it. An so actual needle? Yeah, a needle, yeah. If you've seen it in a taxi now, you'd be scared. Yeah. Do you know, you wouldn't want to sit in it. Aye. So, but I was innocent times back then, and I uh, I decided the best thing to do would be to bring it in school, because I'd be great, because I brought in a syringe. I thought. <laughs> so I brought it into school the following day. And we were up in the field, and there was me and Kevin Linehan and John Carden and Enda Clark. And they're the three lads that were in class with me. I had only three lads in the class with me. There were six girls and three lads and myself. Yep. Ten of us all together. Numbers were in your favour. The numbers told us you'd think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> anyway, standing above up the far side of the field anyway on lunch break, and it and I whip out the syringe. And I smiled and I went, this is it now. This is the moment in school where I'm going to become the leader of the gang. I'm going to get the respect that I you know, deserve here in Gwinnian National School. <laughs> and John Carden's reaction was fairly regular enough. So was Enders. The two boys came from kind of farming backgrounds. They'd seen it all before. They had seen it all before. It was nothing new to them. They actually kind of looked at me and said, what are you doing bringing it in here? Yeah. Your, your poor grandfather would be looking for that yeah, later. Yeah, they need that. The yeah. So their reaction was muted, to say the best. And then Kevin Lenehan. Kevin Lenehan would have been from town. Oh, yeah. 
And he he would have been like me. He would have been originally from beside the school, but then he moved into town. And he hadn't seen one before, but he figured the best thing for him to do at that moment in time was run in and tell Miss Winters. Oh, yep. So I'm standing there with my syringe in my hand, and Kevin is bolting it into the schoolroom to tell Mrs. Winters, and I'm standing there, and John and Ender are just laughing at me. And I'm going, well, this has worked out badly. <laughs> so I did the one thing. Sorry, right? No. That's, that's the old... 53102, is it? I'll tell you exactly what that is. That's Joey Kennedy text me on a big load of songs for Wednesday. Very good. I fucked Keep the going. syringe into the... I threw the syringe away into the into the grass. Right. And I thought, they'll never find it. It's a big field. That was more just dangerous. Oh, I just left... <laughs> I didn't take it through. Christ above. No, that was it, though. Myself and the three boys then spent the next two hours looking for it. <laughs> Because Mrs. Winters believed Kevin that I didn't have one. Yeah. And he said, you're after throwing it away now and we can't leave it in the grass. So I went two hours looking for it. And then I don't remember the bait and I got after that. Did you get it? Oh, we found it, I'm sure, yeah. I we couldn't leave an old syringe there. Do you know? Christ above. It's amazing the stuff you do when you're a young fella. But come here now. Um, you know, I asked you to explain everything to me when, when you were telling that story. What, what is Dawson cattle? What's that? I've seen that. No, I've seen it's, you dosing the cattle. Yeah, but you get, like, you get injections, don't you? Uh, rarely Yeah You don't like You don't like needles I wouldn't do it I uh, I have to get my bloods done You know mm. uh, Like I have to mm. And I won't do it You won't do it No Why do you Why I've never had my blood taken before Jeez you're very pure Aren't you I just never do I wouldn't I'm ter- I won't do it Like Why I don't want to You don't like the needles But that's a That's a fair thing Like a lot of people Are scared oh, of needles Oh loads of people are Like yeah, yeah Yeah What is it about them now That It's not pain no. Everyone thinks sure it's not. Everyone always says to me, sure, it's not sore. Don't be worrying. Sure, I know it's not sore. Yeah. I'd but rad- it is a little bit sore. I'd actually ra- rather you box me in the jaw, like, than fucking pluck me in the arm. And that's that's the whole rationale behind it. When I was getting that fucking yoke showed down with throws. Yeah. The camera. Were you awake or asleep? No, that's the f- that's exactly what I'm getting to now. You, you know, were awake. I was awake for it. Like, because you wouldn't take the I wouldn't aesthetic. wonder, yeah. Oh, so, you fool, yes. You'd rather take... Oh, but that was camera just down your neck. Yeah, a bit of lube. Yeah, lamp it in there. See no what's spit, going on. no nothing. Straight. Oh God, above. <coughs> I landed down to. I think it was Roscommon Hospital with Nicola, and I said, "I'm not going under here now." Mm-hmm. So I'd never had an IV in my arm or whatever they put into it. You know that shite, like. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, "I won't be able to mm-hmm. do that." So I landed into the doctor before the surgery or before the sorry the camera down the fucking gob. Yeah, and I says to him. I don't want to go under for this. And he says, great. He said, because to be honest, if you're able for it, you don't need to be under. Yeah. And you'd be in out here quicker. Right. And I thought all the Christmases had come at once. I said, I can't believe that is Because you were worried about that, I'd say. I was panicking, fierce like. Mm. So, I said, that's marvellous. And he said, but, we have to get a line into your vein just in case you have to go under during. Oh, Jesus. And the whole world shattered around me. (laughs) Shattered around me. So you ended up with the be- the worst of both worlds. So I went out to Nicola yeah. at, the, at the bed, and I put my head in my hands, and I started bawling, crying. You did not. I swear to God, I did. I started bawling, crying. I said, "Nick, crying happened. like the Liverpool goalkeeper." Oh, we just stop. <laughs> That's another one, fuck's sake. <laughs> I think I'd rather see that Champions League final again than have to deal with this again. Oh, Jesus Christ! It's bad. Anyway, I just started bawling, crying. I said, "Nick, they have to put it into my arm," and they put it into my arm, mm. and I was freaking out mm-hmm. with this thing in my arm. Couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. I was walking out my arm out like like that just to in case I touched something. Gee. And the nurses were panicking then. And they were saying, He's too nervous, we're going to have to put him under. 
And that was making me fucking 20 times more nervous. I wish we got this on tape. And I had to say to the nurses, you're making me panic now. And I, I'm about to go out the door like. Yeah. I said, just please get me in there and get it done. And mm. don't be putting me under. I've never been under before. I didn't want to be under like. And uh, so they did. And I'm telling you, it's not that bad. They shove it down your throat. It's uncomfortable. You, you know you're not supposed to be swallowing it. Oh, to know your body is rejecting it going, what are you shoving down here at all? And uh, But they got it done. But, yes. And the second it was done, I was asking them every five minutes, well, can you take this out now, please? Take this out now, please. You're a braver man than me. So that's why I won't get my blood done. Mad. That was the worst experience of my whole life. That's the truth now. What were you saying before that? We were on about dosing cattle. Oh, yeah. What's dosing the cattle? That's literally just... It's is cat, it? Cattle will be the same as yourself. They don't like the injections either. Yeah. But so it's sticking them in their neck, like... You basically... Uh, oh, what does it stop is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, not a clue. Black leg, something else. Black off. leg? I don't know. This is the pile of, you know, uh, cattle fre- cattle specific diseases yeah. that they can get. Can a cattle get an STI? I don't know. Maybe. Can a cattle, can a cow get an STI? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what bull is hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> some old town bull. Oh, some old town bull that's been around yeah. half the parish, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. I just look into that. See, now that's where we'll have to look up for next week now. Wouldn't that be a fair one if they could? Yeah. Jeez, that'd be terrible. Welcome back to the Mark and Ray podcast. Kendi and Ray, boy. Kendi. Is that what we're calling it? I haven't a fucking scoop, boy. That's another question. What do we call it? Yeah. Kendi and Ray, is not so bad. Dick Dangerfield and the hair thrashers. No. Johnny Fitzgood and Titan, the young fellas. <laughs> Can't call it any of that. Right. Tony if it's good and tight. No, that's not oh, Ken, Kendi Rainbow is good. Do you like this wee iPad holder? I know that doesn't come across on radio, but it's very nice. I don't know how any I'd say nobody knows what an iPad holder is. Yeah, but I'm going to put the iPad on it and if you say to me Oh, you could look up some stuff. What's the story about that there? I'll tell, I'll tell you what the story about that is. Oh yeah, that's good. Dial it in here. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good enjoying this. Tell you we couldn't get a better reading for doing this. No, it's marvellous. Yeah. Imagine doing it in the pits of January. Once miserable. How would it be nice? You'd have that nice sound of the rain hitting the window. Well, I'd love to know if we were half as lively in January as we would be now. I'd say we will. There's nothing for doing. Oh. I, we'd have to do a bit of a correction. It was Peggy Farrell that's crossed the road. Oh, yeah. Not Teresa. I knew well as I was talking. As I was telling that story, I was going, Teresa Farrell just doesn't sound right. Teresa Farrell lives up the road. Yeah. Peggy Farrell lives yeah. across the road. Peggy Farrell does the notes. So sorry about that, Peggy. Well, sorry about that, Teresa. Yeah, sorry like, about Teresa that, doesn't Teresa. Want to, like, you accused no. Teresa of doing some serious stuff. Yeah, well, she doesn't do jobs for the parish. Let me tell you, Teresa. Yeah, the no. moment she's a devil. Stop! If you know Teresa, you know we can't put this out now. Let me tell you, no, no, we can't put this out. But uh, no, it was Peggy Farrell that was the bulletin. Is there a woman called Teresa Farrell? There is. All right. Yeah, she'd be one of my sister's friends, Manny's. Well, what does she do? She doesn't do the notes in the parish. I suppose she's other stuff for doing. She just see her walking the whole time. Do you? Yeah. Do you know what I've noticed? And I'm only driving that road, the East Key Ratley Road lately. It's amazing when you go on a country road how many people wave at you in cars. Everyone does. Isn't everybody waving at you? Every old fella. But I'm gone out of the habit of waving. I've stopped waving because all I'm driving is national routes. Yeah. I'm a pure snob driver now. When I do pull off the far side of Tulsk. Yeah. You have to get the waving hand out. To hit for knock rockery. Uh, I do bypass was common town. Right. And that's a waving road, let me tell you. So there's such a thing as a waving Every road. Every old fella that's painting a wall. Yeah. Or doing oh, the hand to be up. Up straight away. Yeah. In case, you, in case he knows you. Do you think Google Maps should include that when they're routing you? They should. That To avoid motorways and waving roads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it though. For fear you might be feeling unsociable that, uh, that morning. You know, like I think he'll go into the missus and say, Jesus Brady, I saw a young fella, I don't know who he was at all. Yeah. 
I, for the first couple of days, it was bothering me because I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought, you know the way when you're walking around with a sticker on your back saying, kick me and everybody's laughing at you. <laughs> I thought it was kind of that along the lines of that. something going on, yeah. Yeah, I thought something was going on now in fairness. No, it is rural Ireland, boy. Rural Ireland. It's mad to think that they do still wave, though. Well, it's great that they held on to it. I think that's marvellous. Yeah. But Everyone's like, flats and tractors and everything. Yeah. Flat out waving. Yeah. It's in case they know you. That's why. And it'd be full hand waves. It wouldn't be just a finger off the steering wheel. Well, the that like yeah or even no just well the hand is still on the steering wheel they put the hand just the fingers up yeah but still holding on to the steering wheel there's actually a lot of waves that go on in this country and they're all distinctive very distinctive like the boys wave you know the boys in town that drive the cars yeah they put that the back of the hand up again the windscreen ah, that's yeah. how that's yeah. how they say hello mm. a country fella puts the hand up like that yeah like straight out like yeah. almost like he's blessing you yeah yeah do you know and if you met your father on the road he'd have the hand out the window and waving at you to hit you. Well, it's actually. <laughs> do you ever? Um, did you ever when you're walking when you're not much walking when you're driving through fresh chips on the road when they're mm. just on the road? Oh yeah. Would you ever? Would your mother have ever held the windscreen up in the corner with a thumb? No. To stop the windscreen from breaking. To keep pressure on it. So I don't that, know. It, I think it's daft. That's sh- There's no scientific work. base to it all. No. But that's what she'd do. She'd be driving along on the new road and, you know, you'd be doing the 30 mile an hour because it'd be only after being put down. Yeah. And the mother would have the hand, the t- thumb, it'd be the thumb that she'd have up in the top yeah. corner of the windscreen. And she'd hold it there until we get off the road. No. Because she's, as far as she was concerned, if a chip hits the windscreen, it won't break. With my thumb up again. Yeah. I, I never came across that before. Never seen that before. I, but you know what's funny about it though? I can almost understand the scientific validity behind the. Thinking that the bit of pressure. Yeah. Strength in the windscreen. Well, yeah, or to give a bit of give to it or whatever. To take the the percussive. Is it impact. The shat, to take the shatter out of it? Ah, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it must be bollocks. Yeah. Well, I was, I suppose when I when I started getting suspicious of it, I was thinking to myself, you'd make a fortune in little rubber thumbs that you could stick to the windscreen. Yeah. And you could sell them yeah. to people like my mother. <laughs> And she'd, she'd bring it, or you give it to her for Christmas, and she'd stick it up. But maybe it is a Mrs. Doyle complex about that now, and maybe she likes putting the thumb up in the windscreen. Maybe she like does. Like Mrs. Doyle, like she didn't want the tea maker. That's true. Your mother did enjoy that stuff. That's true. Are you lying to the berries, man? Oh, it wouldn't bother me, man. I'd drink it out of Aldi. Would you? That's true. No, I couldn't tell the difference between lying. I used to always drink coffee, you see, and one drinking tea lately. Oh, so you're just new to the tea, the tea game? I'm new enough to the tea game, yeah. Right. I drink it out of a bad fucking. A homeless man's boot. It tastes the same to me as my mother's mug. You know what I like about this part? Go on. This is really scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> for podcast content. <laughs> like, how are we supposed to compete with the big boys? With the, to do Johnny's? Yeah. They do do it. They all do do it, though. <laughs> Dickie do do it. Margot do do it. But come here, you see, that's why you have to have, um, to a certain extent, I think, a lot of the time, maybe some... Something for everybody at home now. Mark is fondling the iPad. Holder. Yeah, yeah. No, you need you need some kind of plan of action. Almost you do. You need or a guest, a guest. Yeah, a guest, a guest. You know, definitely. So we had a good run, I suppose. Yeah. We squeezed one podcast out of ourselves. That's not bad, by <laughs> Let me tell you, not too bad we at can all. Retire now. <laughs> you wanna imagine if the one podcast went went massive. And we never done another one again. Oh no, it'd be like 40 Towers. I yeah. suppose they did the eight episodes or nine episodes. Or Isn't it mad though that they only done that amount and it's still on the television Oh yeah, ev- but he was happy. Every day though. But so. apparently it was really hard done. Because they, they did it really quickly like. They did a whole episode in a week. Yeah. And it was literally, you get the scripts on the Tuesday and yeah. you were in on the Wednesday. Yeah. And you're flat out Thursday, Friday. And then Saturday then you were 
wrapping things up and you were done Sunday yeah. and then you get the next batch of scripts and they only done eight episodes yeah. but I can't believe it's on TV every single day and I still watch it still. a bit like Father Ted I like, don't think I've seen every episode oh no Father Ted no Father Ted. no that's the mystery There's a, I don't think anyone's ever seen all eight episodes <laughs> of Faulty Towers uh, of course they have of I course don't. they have the phone's would you nice. not have the respect now to turn the phone to airplane mode and you terrible. flat out Oh my God's sake! Anyway, do you, do you want to wrap this up? We'll wrap that up there now. It's eight oh seven, and uh, we'd like to give a big shout out to uh, Mark Kennedy plays in Fiddler Creek tonight. Yep, from nine till. I uh, don't forget. I'm, I'm only saying this out of the goodness of my own heart. There's music in Fiddlers seven nights a week, right? Would you believe that now if I told you? And sometimes it's music twice in a day. In a day. So you could be talking the guts of ten gig inside in Fiddlers in seven days. I suppose it'd be seven. It's eight. Eight gigs. Eight gigs. Yeah, we get eight gigs in seven into fiddlers in seven days. Isn't that unbelievable? It's very good. I can't think of another pub in Sligo that's better. Aye, this will be the little advertising bit in the middle. Well, I hope they give us a pound. I doubt it. <laughs> Wrap it up there anyway, for George.